Welcome once again to the Miranda Project on this episode. I mean, I think this is a, a, a really good episode that uh, we've put together today. And uh, we thank you for joining us wherever it is that you're listening to our show. We are really, really appreciative that you are with us. And of course, if you're watching on uh, Rumble as well, excuse me, as well. We thank you for joining us. If you do like our content, please feel free to click subscribe, follow. It's not going to cost you anything. It's you're just going to get our content as soon as we drop it. Now, the scene is set. Think about it. Follow me here, rather. Instead of thinking, well, yeah, of course, think about it. But, but follow me. The scene is set. Right? We have, or the Democratic Party has crowned the king of the Democratic Party, I guess the country, whatever you want to call it. Why do you say that? Well, I, I, I want to paint this picture because today's episode is titled Democracy. The reason, the reason why we're titling this episode Democracy is because, as you know, the media has been pointing, or not pointing, but painting this picture of democracy, democracy, democracy. They have been telling you this, and it's not only the media, it's also the politicians. They get up on their podium and they tell you that they're trying to protect your democracy or the democracy. They're trying to save, save this country's democracy. They're trying to save the democracy. They're trying to make sure that we still have our democracy. Over and over and over, you see the, the likes of Chuck Scarborough. You see the likes of, of, of what's her name? Uh, oh, my God. Um, Joy Reese. Uh, you, you'll have the, 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 the kooks over on The View. They, they will constantly tell you, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to be disparaging, but I, I can't stand them um, because they, they, they are horrible human beings. I'm sorry. They are. They're not, they, 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 I don't even want to go into it. And maybe, maybe it's not, maybe they're not horrible human beings. I, I maybe I've, I've gone a little too far with that because I don't know them like that. But, you know, you, you think about some of the things that they've said. I mean, even, even one of the things that kind of like sticks in my head is, you know, when uh, the former president was indicted, whether you like him or you don't, please, please understand. To go on live television and make fun of the fact that his grandchildren, have to acknowledge that both of their grandfathers have been indicted. That's, that's low. So that's why I, I don't respect them. Because, okay, you want to go and make fun of Trump and you want to go and wave and do all of this stuff and say, well-deserved and blah, 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 blah. Okay. But why bring his grandchildren into this whole thing? Why? That's why I don't respect them, ladies, and that's why I said what I said. So I just want to explain. But anyways, I'm deviating from where I what's it called, how I'm putting this whole thing together, this episode titled Democracy. Because you, you, you hear it. Oh, we're safeguarding our democracy. We're saving our democracy. AOC, our democracy. Jamal Bowman, our democracy. Chuck Schumer, our democracy. Uh, uh, um, what's it called? Any, 
any of them that get up there and they say our democracy, our democracy. Gavin Newsom, by the way, I, I, I heard a rumor somewhere that I think that he's running for president. I, I don't think that that's the case anymore because the DNC, like I said, and we're going to get into it a little bit further. We're going to explain that what they're doing is that they have literally declared the winner of the national convention. They have completely they, they, they've just said that Joe Biden is the front runner. And again, we're going to explain what we mean by all of that. So safeguarding our democracy and our democracy and, and those MAGA uh, Republicans are, are trying to take away your democracy and, and, and the Republicans are, are trying to steal your democracy. They're trying to, 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 to take your democracy. They're trying to implement fascism. They, they are the, the epitome of this, that, and the um, Listen, I'm not making these things up. I'm not sitting here talking to you, looking at you via my camera. And telling you this stuff because I made it up. These are things that you can literally look online and or just turn on MSNBC, turn on CNN, turn on Fox, turn on all of them and just pay attention. You'll see it. Oh, our democracy, our democracy, our democracy. And it drives me nuts because we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic again we are a constitutional republic but again you know our democracy we're safeguarding our democracy 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 i even made a tiktok about it and i joked about it a few uh, a few episodes about uh, ago about a uh, stitch that was done on that particular tiktok where the person said that you know, how is it that an African-American? I laughed at it because, again, I'm not African-American and I'm not correcting. I'm just saying, like, uh, it, it really goes to show the brainwashing that has been taking place by the media, by our politicians, that we believe that we are in a democracy and we feel that these politicians, that this media is really out here safeguarding our democracy. Not all of us, but most of us feel that they are safeguarding our democracy and they're doing the right thing by us and they are actually stabbing you straight in your back. Wake up. Because that's exactly what they're doing. Why do you say that, Manny? Again. Let me paint the picture. Seen is said. Right? That's how I started. I, I started to, to, to paint the picture, see, you know, create the scene for you to, so, so that you can understand what I'm trying to get at. And then obviously I deviated and I went to another different tangent and then I went into this whole thing about democracy, democracy, democracy. Again, title of the show. Now, the Democratic National Convention, after... President Joe Biden announced that he will be running in 2024. The Democratic National Convention has decided that they will not hold any primaries. There will be no debates on any other, any other candidates. Joe Biden is the front runner. King Joe Biden has been crowned by the Democratic National Convention. What, what, what do you mean? Well, you know, there are other people, for instance, Robert Kennedy Jr., who have put their hat in the ring and said that they are going to run for president. They're Democrats. 
There was another woman. I forgot her name, and I do apologize, but the most you know, notable name is uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Now, the Democratic National Convention, or the DNC, has said they will not hold any primaries. They will not debate. Now, part of the Democratic process that we do have in the United States as a constitutional republic, because we have democratic processes within our government, is the fact that we can hear a debate, we can hear other from other candidates. The candidates can argue their talking points in a debate. These are very important things because it allows you to make a choice based on their policies. It allows you to look at Robert Kennedy Jr., Joe Biden, or whomever else decides to throw their hat in the ring, and you can say, well, okay, let's talk about the economy. Robert will say something about the economy. Joe Biden will say, our economy is great when our economy is in the tubes. And it's your choice whether you want to believe Robert or Joe. That's part of the democratic process. The primary process is another one. You get to choose, you get to understand, you get to know all of these candidates, whomever they might be. But no, 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 no. We have, you know, the DNC has said, no, we're not doing it. There's no need for it. Joe Biden has declared his candidacy for the president of the United States in 2024. We do not need to do none of that. We do not need to hold any primaries. We do not need to do anything because we have crowned our leader. We have crowned the the winner of the DNC. We have put the crown on Joe Biden. I keep saying crown because <laughs> this is what democracies lead to. Monarchy. I mean, look it up, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I bring back this stitch with that man that talked about what a democracy versus a constitutional republic and a democracy is rule. It, it, it's, it's, what's it called? Um, I was going to say ruled because I'm talking about kings. But majority rules. You, you get it? If there's more people, majority rules. And, and, and again, this is how I'm painting the scene. Please pay attention. If there's more people, then the more people will be obviously the ones that will vote into whatever it is that they want because they have larger numbers because majority rules. Nobody's voice is truly heard. It's the voices of the majority that are really heard. That's it. That's it. So we have completely shut down democratic processes when it comes to voting in or electing officials in this country. We have literally set a precedent now. The Democrats have set a precedent now and said he is the leader of the Democratic National Convention. There will be no other contender. 
there will be no other person that you will listen to. There will be no debate. They will not argue with each other so that you can make an educated guess. Because you know what? Unfortunately, you guys are not smart enough. Oh, I add, I, I threw that in. I, they, they didn't say that. But you know, listen, when they're talking to my community or they're talking to, to, the, to the black American community, that's how they feel about it. Let's, let, let, let's, let's just be 100% real about it. I mean, President Biden has said it plenty of times. So when they're talking to my community, they feel like we're dumb. We don't understand this process. We don't know. So you know what? We've made the choice for you. We have decided that Joe Biden is going to be your candidate. And you, because you know that we're for you, you know that you're going to vote for him anyways. Because we're giving you handouts, because we're doing this for you, and because, hey, if, you're, if you don't vote for Biden, then you're not black or Hispanic or a fan of democracy. You're a MAGA Republican. A fascist. MAGA Republican. Evil MAGA Republican. Right? That's how our president paints it. You're an evil MAGA Republican. Those MAGA Republicans are fascists. They want totalitarianism. Sometimes I don't know how to pronounce the word. That's how it's painted. Now, isn't it interesting, though, how the Republican Party is going to hold um, primaries and there will be debates within the party? Granted, former President Trump is the front runner, but there are other people that have thrown thrown their hat into the ring. I even believe that John Kerry threw his hat into the ring. John Kerry? He's more Democrat than Republican. So, you know, hey, but hey, they're MAGA Republicans and the president said that they're MAGA Republicans, so they're evil and they're fascists and they're this and they're trying to steal your democracy. You know, the democracy that says that the majority rules so you have no voice because if the majority votes for him, then you have no voice. Who cares about what you have to say? Right? That democracy. The democracy that allows them to bypass the process of you deciding whether you want a candidate or this candidate or B candidate or D candidate to just saying, no, you will choose the candidate that we say you choose. That democracy. You get it? You see how it's becoming more and more a monarchy, more and more a totalitarianism. You have no opinion. We are in control. We tell you how you should vote. We tell you whom you should vote for. And we have crowned Joe Biden our king. Mind you, we just had a monarch crowned in, in England, right? Uh, I mean, granted, they don't have power like that. You know, the, the, the royal family is really, you know, just a kind of a figurehead. Uh, you know, they, they, they still serve some type of a purpose, but they, they don't, they're not really, you know, uh, 
in control like they were back in, you know, in, in King Henry's time or so on and so forth. But we have just, or we are witnessing the fact that we have the front runner at the front because there's nobody else. I mean, Kennedy Jr. is, I, I think he's just kind of going through the motions. He, he, he really is not going to get insane. He's really, he, he's just, he's, he's just a ploy. Right now, King Biden is the one that will be representing the Democratic National Committee Convention Committee, I believe. Sorry if I said convention. Same difference in the campaign or in what's it called in campaigning or in in re-election for the 2024 uh presidency i mean i i, I don't understand his approval rating is 30 percent. it used to be 33 percent. it went down to 30 percent. but the white house just doesn't get it or, or they don't care. I think it's the latter. They don't care. They don't care about your voice. They don't care about my voice. Mine especially because according to them, I am a MAGA Republican. Listen, I am a MAGA Republican white supremacist. Because I don't subscribe to their nonsense. I am a free thinker. I go and I do research and I find out. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I, I do identify as a Republican. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not a big fan of them either. I, I'm not. There are things that they do and there are things that the Democrats do that I'm not a fan of either or. And, and there are things that they do do that I am a fan of. And I believe that we need to coexist together in order to run the country the way that we have been running the country, the way that our forefathers intended our, uh, for us to run the country. For there to be what's it called differences of opinion and for there to be a medium, a, a, a what's it called, a place that we can come together and agree to disagree and run the country. Not that, that, not that it was to call there be a, a one party state, which is where we're walking into. This is exactly where we're walking into. We're being walked into a one party state. Think about it. And that's impossible because you still have to vote for, you know, the, the, the elections haven't happened and we still have to vote and, and, and this, so this, that, and the third. Okay. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I give you that. I give you that. But let me, again, continue to paint the picture for you. Right now, at the southern border, we have what seems to be the biggest invasion of immigrants, migrants, whatever you want to call them, getting ready to come into this country. The biggest invasion. Invasion. You might say, oh, invasion, they're not aliens, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I don't care about all of that nonsense. And This is an invasion. Because if you look at some of the images going on down there at the southern border right now, 
It is nothing but that. You have thousands upon thousands of people waiting at the border. And they're waiting for a specific date. They're waiting for May 11th. You see, that's when the law that President Trump not allowing these people to come into this country because of the pandemic, turning all of them away because or due to the pandemic, because we're not letting, we don't know what they're coming into or bringing into the country. We're trying to fight this pandemic and we're letting people walk into the country and, and not vet them and see if they have the, the virus. Right? That's set to expire May 11th. How is that set to expire? Because, again, there was a judge in Texas that basically told the Biden administration that you can't deny, I mean, that you have to have this in, in play because the administration, what they tried to do was they tried to nullify this and have people come in. And it was withheld. So how does the Biden administration counter? They declare the end of the pandemic. In other words, so the law's in place. You have to turn them away. I'm going to try to, I, I, this is how I want to simplify this. Law's in place. You try to go up against the law and say it has to be nullified or it has to be taken down. The judge says, no, sorry, it has to stay in place. You have to abide by that law. You have to turn these people away. So how do we defeat that? Because now we're at a crossroads. We don't know how we're going to get these people in. We need these people in. We want them in. How are we going to get them in? Oh, I know. Let's declare an end to the pandemic. As soon as the pandemic is declared that there is an end, then that law doesn't need to be in place anymore. Because there's no more pandemic. COVID is no longer a worry, uh, what's it called, worrisome thing, according to our administration. Our administration saying is we don't need to worry about pandemic as it being, I mean, uh, we don't need to worry about COVID being a pandemic like we, need to, we needed to before, like stuttering, trying to un explain that properly. So let me say it again in case I misstepped. The administration is saying that COVID is no longer a pandemic and we should not have pandemic protocols up due to COVID. It is no longer a pandemic. It is just a regular disease virus like the rest of them. You know, like people have been clamoring for years. But anyways, that's not the reason. The reason is because that law falls off the books because there's no more pandemic. That law was in place because of that pandemic. So on May 11th, when that law is no longer enforceable, the floodgates are going to open. Once those floodgates open, we will have a full-on invasion from the southern border into this country. Now, the border towns are going to try to do the best to try to deal with this. But at the same time, 
they're going to have to bust people up out of Texas and Arizona and so on and so forth because they're not going to be able to deal with these people. And yes, they're going to bust them to New York and Chicago and, and L.A. And, 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 and what's it called? And D.C. And I mean, L.A. probably has, is going to have their own problem with their southern border. But they're going to send them to sanctuary cities. And you know what's going to end up happening? These sanctuary cities are going to complain. They're going to complain. New York is going to complain. D.C. is going to complain. Chicago is going to complain. All of them. They're all going to complain. But then they're going to give them room and board. And then they're going to facilitate them. And then those people are going to disappear. Never to be heard of again. Until. Until. November 8, 2024. Why? Why November 8, 2024? Why November 8, 2024? Isn't that election day? So you're going to come into the country. We're going to allow you to come into the country. As we allow you to come into the country, obviously you have to see, you know, a, a judge and all this other stuff. And then they're going to give you a, 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 what, you know, the equivalent of a desk appearance ticket type of thing, which is a few years down the road. But as they give you that, you're probably going to get some information and they're going to tell you, Hey, you know, we're letting you come into this country. And by letting you come into this country, we're going to grant you amnesty. We're, we love you so much. And we have this open borders policy and we understand that nobody's an alien and that everybody has the right to be an American, right? Everybody has the right to be an American, which is true. You do have the right to be an American as long as you do it the right way. The right way being applying to become a citizen, taking the test, and so on and so forth. No, 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 no. This, we're going to bypass all that because democracy states that we need to bypass all that and everybody that comes in through that southern border, that, 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 that invasion that comes in through that southern border is going to be given amnesty and they're all going to become citizens, or if not residents of this country. Most likely say, why? Because residents can't vote. And they know that. They can't totally bypass the Constitution of the United States because there is a higher law than the president and the administration that sits in that courtroom or in the, in the, in, in the halls of that courthouse, the Supreme Court, that will say, no, wait, hold on. We have to abide by the rules of the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the United States states that in order for you to vote, you need to be a citizen of this country. Especially, obviously, in federal election. I mean, I'll give you a quick little tidbit. Uh, Mayor Mike Adams, when he came into office here in New York City, he tried to pass this law where he was allowing people that are immigrants to vote in local elections. That didn't fly. <laughs> Did that not fly? That was knocked down so quickly because, again, there are certain things in the New York Constitution that follow suit to the United States Constitution. And that 
being one of them. You need to be a citizen of this country in order to vote. So now you have these million people coming in, millions of people. Again, and I don't know, but let's just say thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. Look at the pictures of the southern border. I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not, what's it called, just spitting this stuff out to, 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 to get listens. This is true. It's there. Check it out. Look it up. They're waiting for May 11th. And if they make their way here into this country, the Democrats will give them amnesty. And if they grant them the amnesty and they become citizens of this country, then what do you think is going to happen November 8th? What are we being walked into? What will happen November 8th, 2024? If you have the majority of people that have been given amnesty and when they get this amnesty, they're going to be telling you, well, we scratch your back. Make sure to scratch our back. Quick pro quo or quid pro quo. Hey, we did it for you. Do it for us. We took care of you. Take care of us. We looked out for you. Look out for us. Yeah. Can you imagine that? We're being walked right into a one-party state. <laughs> Democracy at its greatest. Right? Democracy at its greatest. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't care about you. They don't care if you're black. They don't care if you're Hispanic. They don't care. They're walking away from you as quickly, if not faster, than you're walking away from them. Movement, movements like Blexit and, and uh, Latinos that are moving away from the Democratic com uh, uh, Committee uh, uh, or the Democrats, they understand this. They know. They are moving away from you quicker than you are moving away from them. And they have a new set of people that they will utilize on top of those that still agree with what they're doing within their own party. I mean, for crying out loud, 30% of the country still think that Joe Biden is doing a great job. Okay? I don't know who these 30% are, but they, are, they still think that he's doing a great job. So these people are utilizing democracy, majority rules, or will utilize, and then maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a conspiracy theory of mine. Maybe it's just, maybe it's not gonna happen. But why are they so adamant about making sure that these people make their way into this country? Why? Why are they not ready to, to close the southern border? The press secretary actually stood up the other day and said that walls don't work, that the southern border wall that was built by Trump that wasn't finished because of the Biden administration is so weak that the winds could knock it down. Why is she lying about this? Why are they not doing anything about the fact that you have these people waiting, waiting at our border to come into this country, to invade this country? I was talking to a friend and a friend said, oh my God, I feel bad for these people. I do too. Don't get me wrong. I do. 
But then what are they going to do? Are they going to come into this country and, 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 and be part of the country and do for the country and pay taxes or, and, and work and do the right thing? Or are they just going to be another set of people that are just going to sit back, relax, smoke, drink, and have someone else take care of them? Be on someone else's dime. That's the question. But again, that, that's, that's a question. I honestly feel that the DNC has crowned its king and the DNC knows that if they get these people coming in and they grant them the amnesty, not 100% of those people are going to vote blue. But I can tell you 60% of those people will vote blue. There's your democracy right there. Right there. There is your democracy. Even if you walked away, you know, because if you don't vote for me, you're not black. And, you know, he's going to go and, and he's going to get on the podium and he's going to put de Despacito for you and me. Because, you know, we're Hispanic and, oh, my God, we get, oh, yes, he listens to Spanish music. Yay. He understands me. Right. Pandering at its best. Again, I, this is not a push towards the Republican Party because right now I, I really feel like the Republican Party is a bunch of spineless, gutless, bunch of, I, I don't know. They need to do something about this and they're not doing anything. I feel like they're just sitting back and sucking on their thumbs. The people, people are standing up and saying something about this. And, and we, I mean, it's not that we're not, that, that we're powerless. But we're, we're powerless. <laughs> if you stand up and you say something, you're a dissenting voice. What happens to dissenting voice? Excuse me, voices. Look at look at two look at two dissenting voices. Obviously, I'm going to mention the president of the United States or former president of the United States, one of the biggest dissenting voices that put all of them on blast. All of them. They hate it. They can't stand it. And they're doing anything and everything in their power to make sure that they discredit the man. Everything. For crying out loud, he didn't rape that woman, but he has to pay two to five million dollars. The jury found that she was not raped. I forgot her name. And I'm not going to glorify her by saying her name. Because the jury found that she was not raped. But yet, President Trump has to pay anywhere from 2 to $5 million for defamation, for him saying that I didn't rape her. Okay. That makes sense. How does that make sense? On a side note, on a real quick, quick commercial, gentlemen, men in New York, whether you like women or you like men, keep your hands to yourself. Be careful because what just transpired sets a precedent. That means that anybody can come out and say that you raped them. And if they found that you're not, you didn't rape them, then you can sue them civilly and they can take you for everything you got. 
Sets a precedent. Get receipts. <laughs> I'll be 100% real with you. Get receipts. Can you say this into the, can you say it into the microphone that we're going to have consensual sex? Can you sign this document saying that we're going to have consensual sex? Again, it's a joke. Side note. You know, thank goodness I don't have to worry about that, but. <laughs> That's the precedent this sets. But they're doing anything and everything to discredit the man. This, this civil suit, the indictment, all the other nonsense that they've tried to pull and they still cannot find and or do anything to this man. They're trying to discredit a dissenting voice. Right? And then, come to find out, Tucker Carlson was taken off the air. And Tucker Carlson was taken off the air because he was a major dissenting voice. And he had the ears of thousands of Americans. Thousands. As a matter of fact, he was what was keeping Fox afloat to a certain degree. And he is no longer with them. Uh, he's probably going to start his own thing. And, uh, and uh, once he does, <laughs> watch out Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all of them. He's very, very popular. But they have to shut up dissenting voices. They're MAGA Republicans. They're MAGA Republicans. They're evil. They're fascists. Isn't that funny? I made a TikTok about playing a game called I'm going to tell you or I'm going to accuse you of doing what I'm doing. So we're going to shut down the voice of the president or the former president of the United States. And we shut him down when he was the president because we closed his Twitter. We closed his Facebook. Right. We're going to shut him down and we're going to bring up anything and anything that we can find on dirt on this man so that we are his biggest political opponent via donor money, via whatever means we can. We're going to make sure that people understand that he's an evil man and he's fascist. We're going to close and shut down Tucker Carlson, amongst others, because Dan Bongino's on that list and, and now. Uh, there are other people that, that have been in this struggle, uh, you know, or, are trying to, to, to open uh, the American people to what really is going on, what the swamp really is, and, you know, they're being shut down. They're also being shut down. Isn't that not funny? Isn't that the true epitome of fascism? I tell you. Democracy at its best. Truly. This is democracy at its best. I hope you understand what I'm trying to paint for you here. We could be in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. We could be. Again, this could be a conspiracy theory. This could be me just rattling off a bunch of nonsense. That doesn't make any sense. But think about it. Really. 
Think about it. This is democracy at its best. Thank you for joining us on the show. We are so happy that you lent us these 40 minutes to talk about this subject. I think it's something that is important and we need to research and look up and think about it, what's going on and see what's going on and how it affects us. Because honestly, I feel that we have been utilized as stepping stools into this thing because they utilize the R word. They utilize the fact that they are going to help us. And by us, I mean the Latino and the black community. And they don't do nothing for you. They don't do absolutely anything for you. And I'm not only talking about the Democrat Party. I'm also talking about the Republican Party. They don't do anything for you. You have to do for yourself. So this is an important conversation. And I want to put it out there. And I want to say it the way that I'm saying it so that you can realize that, yes, you have to do for you. But you have to find out exactly how this stuff affects you, your family, and yours. Because if we just turn a blind eye to it and say, oh, yeah, I'm, we're good, we're not going to be. Remember, majority rules. That's democracy. Once again, thank you for joining us. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram, all of our social sites. Go to our website, themirandaprojectprojct.com. Check us out there. Give us a little bit of feedback if you choose to. We appreciate the feedback. We really do. Once again, as always, till next time, God bless you all.